Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast about everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and welcome to episode 87, where we discuss things that could make or break your trip to Walt Disney World. Did you notice what I changed? You did. Yeah. You took out rank everything, because this one's not really a rank. Well, and because I kind of want, we got to be honest, right? Let's be honest. Pull back the curtains for a second. When you make a podcast sitting around a campfire. With a very specific theme. And you say, this would be really cool. You don't think that you're going to be 80 plus episodes deep ever. It's a really good point. And yeah. I know we talk about this sometimes, like the two of us together, but it's, it's, it's absolutely true. Like I, who knew, I never thought we wouldn't do this. Like there was never a point in my mind where it was like, I mean, we're creeping up to a hundred, Yeah. but I never even thought that I was like, Hey, let's, let's do a podcast and we'll just do a bunch of lists, which is good if you. <laughs> are thinking short term right and now we have to think longer term so the reason i changed it is because i think you can still do lists without ranking them yeah and because we'd have definite different opinions mm-hmm. so you know like we can bounce ideas off of each other about this list of things today for instance that could make or break your trip it is a list but it's not really ranking or top right which is and these are discussions about things you know that that happen it's still lists it's just not we're not ranking them, and I. And, sometimes and, we do, sometimes we don't. Exactly, and so I think that it gives us a little more freedom if we're honest with ourselves and our listeners that maybe we maybe we'll migrate around a little bit. Well, and and the other thing that we're getting a lot of too, and this is really going to be a, a thing today and in the next couple episodes, is we hear a lot from listeners. Yes. So I can transition to this now if you want to, unless yeah. there's any other things we need to cover. No. But oftentimes, either. In person, friends of ours making suggestions, or we get messages from our listeners or our Patreon members, and that kind of dictates where we go. Yeah, we might have a whole calendar set up and then get some sort of a email or something like that and be like, oh, no, let's do this instead. And then some things work and then some don't. Yeah. And just to be totally fair, but I um, I went out to lunch the other day with um, a couple friends that you know, I've been friends with for like 20 plus years. And my friend Brian says, you know, hey, we're doing a trip and we end up talking about it. And I, we're out to eat with a, a, couple, a few couples and I have to sort of turn on this part of my brain that goes, okay, remember, not everyone at this table is a huge Disney nut like I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we talked about it a little bit and I had to remember, okay, I'm going to pull back. And he goes, all right, well, here's what I'm looking for. He says, I have two, well, I know he has two girls, but... Uh, just for the listeners, he has two girls and they're picky eaters. Okay. So he says, what do I do? I said, well, there's a lot of different things you can do. He's like, can you talk about it on the ep- on your next episode? I'm like, yeah. I mean, I don't, in my mind, I didn't say this to, to Brian, but I was thinking, I don't know if that's a whole episode, but that's definitely something that I think a lot of people would be interested in hearing and Nick and I can discuss that. Yeah. So I figured... Why don't we just do that kind of in the opening today? And I'll be honest with you, I think we could do a whole episode on it only because I like what I said to you when I texted you about this was that what if you don't want to sacrifice your own dining experience, but you have young kids and you go, that's exactly what Brian's looking for. Yeah. So, you know, I think I'm, I'm excited to kind of have this discussion because I, as much as I talk about my kids liking food and being foodies. The reality is that, like, the first time I went with them, they were, like, what, seven and four? Just turned four? Yeah. Something like that. Um, So (laughs) being adventurous for them at that age versus adventurous now is very different. 
So I think it's a good discussion to have. Yes, definitely. And and I actually did some research on this and found some things that I never even thought were even a thing. A, a thing at all. Okay. Like my go-to immediately when you and I were texting about this was you know, most quick service places you can get chicken nuggets. Yeah. You can get well, a hamburger. You can do mac and cheese. You can do uh, what's the other one? There's like four uh, chicken fingers. Pizza. P- pizza. That's it. That's yeah. the one. Those I was on like the, the other four. end. When I read that text, I will be honest. I, yeah. Don't get mad at me. I rolled my eyes. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I rolled my eyes at yeah. Rob because I'm like, I don't think that's what Brian's asking. Yeah. Brian's not asking, what do you do with picky eaters when you go to only quick service? Yeah. Because you don't ask that question if you're only going to quick service. Yeah. I don't, you're I, right. In my opinion. You're right. And, and what I found was that table service is actually better yes. when you have picky eaters. Correct. And I didn't realize this, and I found all kinds of great info. Like, for example, one of them is pressure. For example, if you're in a quick service line and you got 10 families behind you, which is totally plausible, right? Yeah. You got 10 families waiting. They're tapping their foot. They're impatient. They're staring at you. And I get up there, you know, let's pretend this is me for a minute. I'm like, hi, um, we need to see the gluten-free menu. We're really sorry. Our, you know, We have members of our party that have a food allergy. Everybody rolls their eyes. The pressure's on, right? Yep. And then everyone goes, uh, you know, becomes a, a situation. If you're at a sit-down and you're at a table, the waiter, waitress, server, cast member comes up, and there's a little bit more time. It's a little bit more laid back. Yeah. How can I help you? Right. And there's no one staring over your shoulder. You well, have that time to have a discussion, and it's not there's, there's the clock's not ticking. Well, here's the other thing: customization on a table service is a lot easier than a quick service. So let's say you have an eater who likes chicken. Okay, they like chicken. Maybe they don't like a certain kind of breaded chicken. They like chicken fingers in like a Chili's style, where it's more of a batter breaded. Right. They don't like the kind that's cornmeal. Like that's that's a thing. Okay. I can yeah. I can assure you that's a thing. My sure. son likes certain kinds of chicken fingers if he's gonna eat chicken fingers. So as a result, you, you need to know those things. You don't actually know that going into the, the quick service. Now when you go into a table service you can ask those questions. But also let's say you like chicken but you don't like it with barbecue sauce. And all they have on there is a Barbecue, barbecue chicken. A barbecue chicken sandwich. Right. You can ask, is that a barbecue chicken breast or is it pulled barbecue? Oh, it's a barbecue chicken breast. Is there any chance you can just do it without the sauce? Oh, you can. Now it's a grilled chicken sandwich. Right. I don't like the I don't like that aioli you're putting on it. Is there any chance you can put swap that out for XYZ? You know, like table service is going to provide that to you a lot more than the quick service. Well, the quick service, I mean it's quick. Yeah. So a lot of yeah, times the answer fault. is no, we can't we can't do that. Yeah, it's not their fault. Right. Because they're trying to pump them out so mm-hmm. fast. But if you're talking to your server, cast member, I'm not sure what term to use here. Well, what do we do, server? No, the best sure, term? sure. Yeah. Sure. So you're talking to your server. Let's say you give a request, something that they're not sure about. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll go talk to the chef. Yeah. No, not me. I'm just saying the server would go back and talk to the chef. And then they come back and, and the chef... Maybe the chef comes out, which has happened a bunch of times to us. The chef has come out because of, you know, food allergy stuff. But the server comes back and says, yeah, we can do that. Or if you want blah, 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 we also have this option, this option. Right. In the end, I think there's a difference between picky eaters and people who like simple food. Yeah, that's true. You know, like mac and cheese and a burger and um, fry, burger and fries and, a, you know, or a hot dog or 
chicken fingers from a quick service, that's simple food. And, and simple food is good, but picky eaters might be just somebody who doesn't like Brussels sprouts, only likes broccoli, doesn't like broccoli with cheese on it, only likes broccoli plain, likes it roasted, doesn't like it steamed. Like those are picky, those are things, right? Mm-hmm. I know for a while you, your son wouldn't eat anything black. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which meant like, Make sure you're basically steaming that steak yeah. or you're steaming everything. You don't want to, yeah. don't put any black on it. And, and that's, and the nice thing too is they change and their taste change and they grow out of it and it's less of a thing for them now. No, and yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't. I'm no, not, I, I didn't, like, I didn't take it that way either. I'm, I'm bringing it more into like bigger picture that even if your kid is picky now, that it's beautiful when it changes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I have a couple more things. you have anything else that you had jotted down for this? I do. I have some things about like for it because I'm, I'm picturing for me going and wanting to really enjoy everything that Disney world has to offer with good food. Yep. Um, what I would say is do your research ahead of time. As far as look at the menu. If generally speaking on a table service, if there is something that looks, um, that looks like your kid might like it. But perhaps that thing um, has has some kind of accoutrement, if you will, that the kid won't won't eat. Yeah, it, they'll probably be able to to kind of switch that up. So my point is, if you look at the menu and you see something that's really close, like it's a a liked food adjacent, it's probably going to be able to be made in a in a way that your kid would like it. So do your research ahead of time. Yep, because you know you don't want to go and and end up at let's say. Um, Topolinos, and you get there and you're like, I want my kids really picky, and they're like, oh, I can't make that. I can only make this, like fish, for instance. Okay, so my daughter really likes salmon. Not a big fan of white fish. There's a big difference there. So don't just like. So do your research. The other thing I would say, and the last, this will be the last thing. Then, you know, you, I know you've got a couple more points. Yeah. But there's some really good quick service, not quick service, sorry, table service. Um, buffets that are that provide really good food. That's what I had right are, here. I'm glad you said okay, that. That yeah. are also, I mean, it's a buffet, right? Yeah. So, so there's everything. I'm thinking of like Tusker House has. If you want to have some really really good food, or if you're lucky enough to be staying over at Animal Kingdom Lodge and you go to Boma, that food is coming out of the same kitchen as Jico, and so you're getting really 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 good food, but. There's also the kids line with the chicken fingers, with the pizza, mm-hmm. with the with the mac and cheese, with all the things that you can, you you know, all those things too. And in addition to that, the character meal aspect of it can kind of like smooth some of the edges off of the the kid who maybe doesn't enjoy um, the adventurous food. Well, the other benefit too with buffets is if you can convince, and this is hard too, but if you can convince your kid to try something new. You get the smallest, like a quarter size portion of scrambled eggs. Your kid, I don't like eggs. They look weird. They smell weird, right? Well, a lot of times when you cook eggs, it's not the greatest smell, but they taste great. That's at least me. So let's say you get a little bit of scrambled eggs. Come on, just try one bite. Oh, this is pretty good. Or it's not good. So you didn't just purchase scrambled eggs on a like a full order of scrambled right. eggs at Disney World for whatever eight ten bucks right because it can be expensive yeah that's another benefit of a buffet is hey you get a try it plate and there's all little quarter sized Mm -hmm. small portions and then maybe make it into a game or you make it you know a a fun thing for your kids to do absolutely i I, just trying to think of i would 100 agree because 
that's how you can break them out of like because they have a preconceived notion of what something must taste like. Yeah. Oh, that's got to be disgusting because of what it looks like when it's alive. You know, I'm not eating a fish. Look at that thing. It's and then they taste it and it's like, oh wow. Or I'm not eating that. That's and then they taste it and it's it's like for instance, if if you like hot dogs, you you would think, oh well, if you like hot dogs, then you're gonna like a bratwurst. But bratwurst could be yeah. different looking or yeah. or a knockwurst, which is like different too. Yeah. And so the kid might just base it on looks, but then they taste it like, oh, this is just a garlicky hot dog. Oh, okay. Never mind. I guess I do like this. Well, the only other thing I had down here, too, is you can bring food into the park. They're going to look through your bags, but you can bring in, let's say you go over to Publix or you have, like you and I have done this. We we ordered through Walmart and Walmart delivered the groceries to us. Maybe your kid likes a certain type of granola bar, or protein bar, some, something, you know, easily packable and filling. You can keep those in a bag. Let's say you go out to a restaurant. They won't eat anything. Like maybe they'll have a Coke, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and then you pull out, okay, here's this protein bar you like, and here's a couple, uh, you know, squeezy apple sauces or whatever. Yeah. And then that's just another way. It's, I, I, I don't know if that's called, a, it's not really a last resort because we still do that now. When we go, even with our older kids, we'll put protein bars in our bag. and Yeah, you're going to get hungry. Yeah. In, in between meals. And and, not, and, and like, that's that's totally normal. So if you end up going to a restaurant and the kid is just in not in the mood, you know, you have a kid saying, "I don't really feel like pizza right now." Yeah, no, that's but like that's a, a totally. You're already half every day. You're yep. in line. You're already there, or you've already ordered. Okay, well, I open up my bag and I take this out, and then that's what we do. So, I don't know. Yeah, I got I got one last thing though. Yeah, sure. I just thought of because you, what you said, mm-hmm. and what we were talking about, character meals. If if you're finding a character meal, chances are they've dealt with all the picky eaters. So I'm thinking of like, if you really want a good meal, but also want your kids to have a chance, it's not going to be cheap. I'm going to be honest with you. But look at the look at the very good character meals. I'm talking storybook dining with Snow White over over at Wilderness Lodge. I'm talking Cinderella's Royal Table. Those guys where they're or breakfast over at Topolino's. Those are expensive. Don't get me wrong, but you're going to be able to have a nice, really nice meal, and your kids are still going to be able to get their their picky eater food because character. I mean, they've they've dealt with it, right? That's what I was going to say. It's not their first time. It's not their first rodeo dealing with those kids. No, no, not at all. Um, so we were, you know, when we were talking about this, I really was running through my head like all the things that that could come up, and you know, another thing is, and I just thought of this too. The, the kiosks, right? The little, I don't know if you want to call them kiosks. The Like the popcorn carts? Yeah, well, like the carts, yeah. Because, yeah. like, like, you don't have to sit down. So you have a picky eater. You keep going until, like, if you're in Epcot, you're walking around, and all of a sudden the kid who's a picky eater says, I don't like any of these international yeah. foods. Or, or maybe they find one that they do. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I really, I want to try that. Okay, cool. Buy it then. <laughs> Just pay yeah. the money. You're not sitting down, but then when you walk a few... Uh, few hundred feet more and all of a sudden you're at the cart that's going to appeal to you as the adult you yeah. buy your food i especially during festival time i think it's a that's a good way to do it too we do that all the time especially with with our dietary restrictions so uh, we were in we were in syracuse and with with my parents we were doing a college tour it's a separate story my my daughter's a junior so my parents didn't want to eat where we did and i said okay just get your food and bring it over and i don't think i don't think people are really going to care you know what I mean? 
they're getting their money. Like if we, if we got food from one restaurant and walked in a different one and sat down and, and nobody purchased anything there, that's a problem. But they got their money. You know, it's all part of their. Especially in Disney, they're pretty flexible about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you got anything else? Or you- yeah, I got I got one last thing. I, I want to hear it. So, so on the show, we have kind of a, a running thing, especially because it's it's our we're talking about food. So many many moons ago, we uh, Nick and I got into this debate, which has come up time after time. So if you're a regular listener. First of all, thank you. <laughs> we appreciate it. Second of all, um, you probably know what we're talking about because there we we ended up doing this. The, this was the list of all lists, and people think this is nuts, but it's absolutely true. The one list that has come up more than anything else on this show yeah. is the three condiments ranked that are part of the dinosaur ride. Yes. So I will go over it again for our, our new listeners because – you know, we get new people that jump on all the time. If you've heard this before, bear with us. So we were talking about inside the dinosaur ride. It used to be sponsored by McDonald's. And on the inside, there are three pipes. One is red, one is yellow, and one is white, representing mayo, mustard, and ketchup. So we, and not even having planned, started this debate, and we went hard on this for a long time. Yeah, it was a What thing. condiment was best? And it was funny because... Most people in America, if you give them the choice of the three, I would say would probably pick ketchup. If you were to choose ketchup, mustard, or mayo. I think so. You get three choices. I'm going to guess the majority of Americans, more than 50%, are going to say ketchup, right? For, yeah, and for both both of us, it is. Right. It's number two. For Oh, it's two for you? Yes. For me, it's three. It's three for you? Yeah. Mustard, mayo, mustard, mayo, ketchup. Oh, in that okay. Order. Mine it. <laughs> Mine is mayo, ketchup, mustard. Okay. All right. You're wrong, but that's okay. But I don't dislike All mustard. Right. So, so just so everybody knows, we're sure. get, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a point. So now you sent this to me. So now yeah. we people also who listen on a regular basis know we live in Western New York and we love the Buffalo Bills. We also absolutely love Josh Allen. If yeah. you don't know who Josh Allen is. He's the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills and an absolutely fantastic guy. Yeah. We got to meet him once. He was, we meeting my family, Nick yeah. wasn't there, and he was the absolute nicest guy in the world. And totally believe it. Like, not fake. He's just a great dude. Yeah. So Nick sends me this video, and in the video, <laughs> well, let's just play the audio. So Go ahead. here's ahead. quarterback of the Buffalo oh, Bills. Hold on. They're asking, yes. they're asking questions like best stuff. Oh, right. That's, right. That's, like, so. who do you prefer? Yeah. Uh, uh, outfits, Jason or Travis Kelsey? Yeah, yeah. He picks Jason. Luckily, it's the right yeah. call. Okay. So here is Josh Allen. Like everyone loves, but you hate. Ketchup. Seriously? What? I like mustard. I like mayo. I like, I like A1 with my, uh, my fries. Night on the town or night on the couch? <laughs> yeah, so he um, he he, he picked, agrees with he us. Agrees, kinda. He he agrees with me. I believe he said mustard I think mayo. He did. So I believe I that think you win this round. But I am Josh Allen's spirit animal, right? But I was glad that and I I wrote you back in the message. I go, well, he said he said mayo too. <laughs> mayo is my favorite. Yeah, so it's funny. it just makes us like Josh Allen even more. So yeah, I, I thought that would be kind of a <laughs> uh, funny little ending to our little longer than average intro because we had a, a great topic to discuss there. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, thanks to uh, Brian A. for um, his question, and it was, um, and he's going soon. I don't know yeah. if I told you that. Yeah, he's going down, and this is actually becomes more interesting too. Maybe something we could discuss at some point. He, we have 
um, another mutual friend who lives in New York City. Uh, and he is actually going to meet them down there, but he is staying off-site, and they're going to meet up. And we had this whole long discussion about transportation mm-hmm. and how all that works. Yeah. And, you know, story for another time, but um, yeah, lo- looking forward to hearing about about his trip. Yeah. Um, also, if you don't already follow us, <clears throat> excuse me, don't already follow us over on Instagram. It's at DizlessPod. Um, that's usually the best place to get us, but I really need you to go follow because we are in the middle of doing our rankings for our March Madness, so please go and do that and help us out with that. It's going to dictate what our show looks like for the next month um, because after this is our last show before we get right into the March Madness stuff. Um, and then also patreon.com slash pod where you can become a Patreon patron and receive uh, early access to every episode as well as bonus content. Um, it, you know, we, we're pretty communicative anyway on whether it's Instagram or elsewhere, but over there, you know, you can send us a quick message and, uh, suggest some show topics. Uh, today's patron of the day is Nicola D. So thank you very much, Nicola. We really appreciate your support all the, all these months. Um, so, uh, we're going to head off to the halftime show. When we come back, we're going to talk about things that will make or break your trip at Walt Disney world. Welcome back today. We're going to talk about the things that could make or break your day or your entire trip to Walt Disney World. There's, yeah, there's a lot of things that, yeah, in specific categories. Like, well, I'm going to start right now. Here we go. Yeah, because we're not we're not ranking these. these no, are, no, no. These are in no particular order today, and we're just going to bounce ideas off of yeah, each other. That's why a, I'm going to jump right in. For, still a for list. an example. Yeah, here. still so, a list. And this is one that you and I both had because we did discuss this too. Because to be totally transparent, when we do our top lists. We don't talk in advance. No. It's a surprise. This, this one was, was a quick discussion before we began just to see where we were. And, and my first one, and we both had this, was weather. Yeah. So make or break. So the rules we're going with here for, for make or break is could the weather be absolutely incredible and be a great thing for your trip? Yes. Could the weather be horrible and completely ruin your trip? Yes. Keep in mind, we're talking about Orlando, Florida, which gets hit by hurricanes on a regular basis. And the weather could actually make so that you couldn't even, I mean, it's rare that Disney World will close down besides the the pandemic. But if the weather's really extreme and we actually. It's it's possible. And and so, for for example, our Patreon episode, we're going to be talking with a friend of the show, our friend Mike. And Mike's first day at Disney World, he had a Magic Kingdom day. He didn't have a choice. That day is when he was going to Magic Kingdom because it was a short trip. It poured the whole day. Yeah, I mean, so as far as make or break, it is, to me, I like to think about controllables more often than not. This is something you can't control. Yeah. And so this really can make it or break it. Yeah. And, and there's not much you can do about it. You, I would say one thing, my tip to people who, who are in that, and if I had talked to Mike when this happened... Um, I would have said straight up, just like, I, you just got to change, embrace it, like lean into it. And I think that's yeah. his style yeah. too. Like and we did that when we went to the parks yeah. in the rain too. Yeah. Be the dude who like is like jumping in the puddles with their kids and just laughing. Right. It's way better. Yeah. Um, than just being pissed. Yeah. It can, it can totally, totally break your day. But on the flip side, you can go on a trip and it's unseasonably cool in a good way. Right. You know what I mean? Or- when you go and it's doesn't rain at all, you know, and sometimes this time of year when Florida's getting that rain, it is more of a rainy day yeah. and less of a 
afternoon thunderstorm like right. when we go in the in July and August. Ag- aggressive downpours. Yeah, there. yeah. Um, the weather definitely can make or break. And you know, the other thing is how you treat yourself in that weather. So yeah. like, did you prepare for it? Did you did you look ahead? Did you bring the things you need to bring? Yep. And that can be even. It's really nice out, but I didn't bring sunscreen. Well, it's gonna break the rest of your trip because you're gonna be in. You're gonna be hurting. Or our trip. It was our first day going over. I did not look at the weather report. It was. It was around dinner time, and our families had just gotten there, and they said, "Hey, let's just let's go over to the Magic Kingdom and walk around." We're like, "All right, let's go." We just we just dropped everything and we went. And then on our way over, we were on the on the boat, and <laughs> it started to storm, and we were all like, "Well, I'll I'll give the edited version." We were like, "Oh shoot, yeah, that's the edited version." And we got over there. Nick's crew is prepared. They all have their raincoats. Yeah. And the, to be totally fair, almost always we have our raincoats. We are like I am. I have my backpack. It has every everything in there. It has a change of shoes. We just were so excited. We were there. We we're just like, let's go. Yeah. And we were not prepared. We so we were soaked. There was a there's a funny picture of us <laughs> huddled up underneath the train station. And my whole crew has our rain jackets on. My, in fact, I look like I'm the hunchback of Notre Dame because I have my, I have my rain jacket on over over the, your backpack, over my backpack. Um, and we're but, all, but and we then, were in like a foot of water. Remember, it wouldn't drain under there. Yeah, it was a lot of water. It wasn't and a foot, but th- probably three, four inches. There was there was enough that it was enough that no one's shoes from that day were able to be worn the next day. Yeah, so. It was enough water, that's for sure. Yeah, so weather is definitely something that can uh, make or break. I agree. Um, I mean, that was on my. I mean, that was on my list was, yeah. it, right away when you said weather. I'm like, yeah, of course. Your next one is one that we both had, so I'll have you lead off this one. My next one. Your, your um, well, because you had weather on there. Too. Yeah, I did have weather. I was talking about the one that was a, the the digital one. Oh, the Genie Plus one. Yeah, yeah, Genie Plus and individual Lightning Lane can make or break your day. Um, two things. Whether you purchase it or like there's with this dynamic pricing, you can't budget, right? You just can't. No. And so you don't show know. up and it's $35 or it's $20. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. And if you have a park hopper and you want to use Genie Plus, then you're going to be purchasing whatever the most expensive park, which is usually Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Because you got to pay for the for the park hopper one. Um, this can make or break your day in a number of reasons. Genie Plus A could run out of the availability of the ride you think you want to get on. Yeah. Which is... And quickly. Yeah, a lot quicker than you think. Yeah. If you are not a tech guru, if you didn't know that you could log in right at this time to get that, you could be out of luck. Mm-hmm. Um, individual Lightning Lane, they do sell out. That's a little less likely to happen that they sell out, um, but they do. Uh, and what I will say is, this can make or break. You might be under the assumption that, hey... I have a virtual queue for Tron, so I'm just going to walk right on when they call my boarding group. Maybe. Well, you're not, most likely, unless you have a really low one. What you're going to do is go stand in line and watch all the people who paid $25 or whatever walk by you. And it is what it is, right? So the Genie Plus and individual lightning lane can make or break your day. Some days, I've had days with Genie Plus where I have gotten everything I wanted right there. Boom, let's go. So right now I'm showing Nick a, f- a photo that I got from Mike on his trip. That's a long line. He says, this is the lightning lane for Guardians. Lightning lane? This is the lightning lane. 
I just <laughs> did he mean virtual queue? Yeah, he says he says lightning lane. We're gonna All ask right, him we're in Patreon, ask him Patreon today. Patreon episode. Yeah, it says lightning lane for guardians. So I'm very curious because this photo. I just I, I'm I'm gonna tell you right now. Sure. Because of the time of day that that photo was taken, that yeah. is not lightning lane. It looks like it's it's nighttime in the picture. And it looks like the it's line goes lighting. all the way. It's, it looks like it, it's getting the, close to what, what, what? It's not the play pavilion anymore. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's where Body Wars. What, what's There's, the name of that, that pavilion? Is, I look. I'm. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> sure. That is that is somebody who mistyped Lightning Lane. <laughs> okay. That is not the Lightning Lane. That was sure. that I because I recall you saying that he got a virtual queue or he didn't get a virtual queue in the first two times, and then my recommendation was try to buy a Lightning Lane, and then then you said he's going to try to get. The third round of virtual queues yeah. went for the extended park hours because he's of where he's staying. Yes, so that's what that is, which makes that's that's a perfect example. You because think, it's at night too, right? But, but yeah. people confuse virtual queue with Lightning Lane because Disney has made it so impossible to understand what the heck it is that you're doing. That's true. That's fair. And I mean, I could be wrong. I can't wait to find out really what happened there when we talk to him on Patreon episode next week. Or well, it's coming. It'll it's today, but like it'll be released next week. Um. Yeah, I, Genie Plus, some days, you know, when we were there, mm-hmm. Hollywood Studios, we were done by one. Yeah, everything. Done. Yeah. I've had times this year where everything I want to get, or this past trip, everything I wanted to get, nope, you're not getting it. Not until, not for three more hours. Yeah. So, what do you what do you have to add about Genie Plus and, and Lightning Lane? Well, I'm going to use Disneyland, and I know I do this a lot, and this is a Disney World podcast, but it's... It's completely different when you're out there, and especially if you're in Disneyland Park and we decided to buy Lightning Lane when we were there. Even when we bought Lightning Lane, we still couldn't do everything that we wanted to do. So I, I want people to know that don't let it break your trip, even if you get Lightning Lane and you still can't get on every single ride. That's just something you need to know going in that, hey, this is going to be helpful but it's not a guarantee for you to ride every single thing in the park. And we didn't even do a lot of the big ones. Like I, we even do Galaxy's Edge when we were at Disneyland because I've done it. It's yeah, literally it. it's a, a carbon copy, copy. Yeah, copy paste. So we walked through it just to see, hey, is this any different? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. We we didn't do any of the attractions. We Honestly, we looked to see if a Mandalorian was there. Gotcha. Because that's right around the time where Mandalorian and Grogu started coming into the parks. So we walked through it, but... Yeah, I guess my point is just know that it's not a guaranteed stamp that you're going to get everything. But yeah. you, you can get close. I mean, we got close. Well, the the thing is, right? So here you've – I've heard people say, I, I paid all this money and I couldn't even get stuff. On the days where it's super expensive, that's because it's going to be super crowded, yeah. which means you have to be that much quicker. You better be playing the genie slots. You better be quick about it. You, you, you can't go – set the timer at the two, you know, the two hour timer. You can't have the two hour timer and be off by 30 minutes and expect to still get, look, if you're in Hollywood studios, you have a choice. Do I want this as my lightning lane or this? Because like, if you pick, Oh, I want to go and do my first lightning lane. I want to be tower of terror. Okay. And you pick that as your lightning lane. Well, guess what? You're probably not going to get a lightning lane for slinky dog that day. If you want slinky dog, and you use Slinky Dog as your first one. You need to start there, yeah. You, Otherwise, you, it would be gone after the two right, hours. Right, but if you use Slinky Dog, if you really want to do Slinky Dog, you start there. Okay, there's your. Don't don't anticipate getting a Lightning Lane for Tower of Terror. Then there's just different ones that you you know are going to bounce off of each other. Where like you're gonna have to make a choice in park like Hollywood Studios. 
I will say this, even though it's the most expensive park for Genie Plus, it's the most useful at Magic Kingdom. Because there's so many things you can use it for. Right. And it doesn't they don't sell out as quickly at Magic King Magic Kingdom. I shouldn't say sell out. Um they don't get used up as quickly at Magic Kingdom. I, I don't feel anyway. I've never had anything where I'm like, Oh, I can't get on that thing at Magic Kingdom with Genie Plus. Animal Kingdom? Absolutely. Hollywood mm-hmm. Studios? Absolutely. Epcot? I don't even know if I'd buy it at Epcot, to tell you the truth. I don't know if you need it. No, I don't think you do. No. But I, I'm with you. That And what if there's tech issues? That could make or break your day. There have been tech issues. Shockingly, imagine imagine that. Disney IT fails. Well, it's I always think of your story at Test Track and how frustrating that yeah. was for you yeah. with your son. Yeah. It, it happens all the time. And or, it's not you just, not you or anybody just being grumpy or jerky about it. It's like that was a really inconvenient thing that happened multiple times. Yeah, multiple times. Like, it, and it, it it's not the only, I mean, it. I shouldn't say it happens frequently, but frequently enough that like people complain about it. Yeah. So, yeah, Genie Plus and Individual Lightning Lane is something that can make or break. What's another thing that can make or break your day? You uh, for me, it's ride openings, closures, or re- refurbishing, which is there's different levels of this, too. My first advice before I even get into this is, again, do your research and see what, what's open and what isn't. So we had already booked our tickets out to Disneyland and we found out that their Thunder Mountain was closed, which is my daughter's favorite ride and she couldn't do it. So the good thing was I knew that in advance so I could tell her. So she was prepared so we didn't walk up and go, oh, we got all the way here and Thunder Mountain's closed. Right. That'd be a bummer. Yeah. Or let's say you have somebody that absolutely loves Country Bears or loves Splash Mountain and is looking forward to that. And now once you arrive there, both of those things are closed right now. And ironically, as I said, Country Bears, it popped up on the screen. We have screens in the studio that has different Disney attractions up. And it's just That's funny. I- ironic because I wasn't even looking yeah. and I said Country Bears. Yeah. Um, so, But the other benefit, too, is so we have our trip booked for summer. So does Nick. D- different times. We're not going at the same time. But let's say we show up and it's right around the time that Tiana's opens. I mean, what a great bonus that yeah, is. That, that could make your trip. That could totally make your trip. And and that's what happened when we arrived at Disneyland, because that is when they opened Toontown again. Yeah. So we were there the week that Toontown opened, and so many people went back into that area that it made other parks, other parts of the park I'm glad less you said that. I'm busy. I'm glad you said that, because that's what I was going to touch on about the Tianas. Yeah. Maybe that's not a big deal for you, but if it opens... It's a big deal for other people, and it sucks that capacity away yes. from other places in a very real and very good way. But the nice benefit, too, about Toontown is that the new ride that opened was Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which was crazy along that line. And But I've done it before. It. We have it, Right, yeah. and I've done it. So, again, we, we were like, okay, let's go check out Toontown. So we went back there, walked around, took it all in characters everywhere it was so much fun we did roger rabbit because no one wanted to do roger rabbit in toontown right the line wasn't crazy we basically walked right on that one right and then went to the other parts of the park which were not even that busy so a make or break could be refurbishing closings uh re-theming i didn't say but that's exactly what's going on with tiana's which i'm very excited for yeah and i think we talked a little bit in one of the previous episodes about that new animatronic it's a that Tiana anima, animatronic. If you haven't seen it yeah. on any of Disney's social media, you need to. It's it's incredible. It's the closest thing I've seen that's this good is the Beauty and the Beast animatronics that they've done. Uh, one of the Asian parks. I well, don't like also, saying the wrong one. I they, want to say Shanghai, but I might be wrong. They also have 
uh, Anna and Elsa. Um, really, really good Anna and Elsa animatronics over there too. Oh, so the, when they redid, like the, yeah, just like uh, the, yeah, they're just like the, the that's great. Anna. Same technology. So um, yeah, yeah ride I, openings, refurbish me. So just do your research. See what's open. You know, you don't want your kid to get all excited and you find out you get there and you know your your kid's favorite ride, Collie River Rapids, is closed. <laughs> God, I hate that ride. Um, I'm glad you laughed. <laughs> uh, the honestly, the other thing with that is like. There are sometimes when you can't prepare your kid, yeah, because you don't even know, and Disney doesn't even know, right? Um, you know, there was a time last summer where like pirates didn't open for like two days straight. Jeez. Um, or you know that you go and you wait in line for Rise of the Resistance because you're gonna rope drop it, and all of a sudden you're and you're like, yeah, we're gonna be on one of the first ones, and then all of a sudden an announcement comes on. And then there's a cast member walking through tapping your magic band or tapping your phone, whatever piece of media you're using. And guess what? You are not getting on that. Yeah. So, you know, those things certainly happen. Uh, they can break your day. Yeah. But it's all about how you respond to them. You know, I kind of said control the controllables. Mm-hmm. You can be grumpy. You can, you know, you can be, be upset, but try to keep that to a minimum of like, you know, 30 seconds of like, what the heck is yep. going on? Get you your frust- are, You're allowed to be frustrated. Yeah, get your frustration out. But remember your mindset. You have to be back in your Disney mindset. Yeah. Then it's hey, like- I'm happy I'm here. This sucks. Okay, got it out of my system. I vented. Yep. Let's move on and have fun somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the the one I didn't think about when I said make or break, and because and, I was thinking about, about make or break, and you said, well, ride's not being open. And I was like, how is that a make or break? And then you said, because Tiana might open. Like, I didn't even think about those things. Those are those are really good, um, really good hints about, like, when you go, you may, you may run into something that you didn't know was even there. Yeah. Or, you know, I've had this happen. Uh, Seven Dwarves is down. You know, whatever. It's not working. You walk by, and there's the cast members holding, like, the, like, they're holding the chain, basically saying, no, it's down. And you look at the cast member, and they're like, giving you that nod and you're like you take an immediate left and like you stand there and like 30 seconds later that chain is gone yep and you get to ride mine train with a you know with a walk on so there's that too about sometimes when rides go down if you kind of hang around in that part of the park especially rides that like go down and they're only down for a little bit seven dwarves is not one that's down a lot yeah um it usually comes right back up but yeah that's a good one um rides not open so i have one that I'm going to I'm going to bring up that I think is and I mentioned it and I think it was one that that really does make or can make or break your trip and that is traveling party who you travel oh, right. with so, <laughs> wait what are you trying to say nick well you see <laughs> we traveled together is this your way of yeah don't never again no we no. had a great time we got um, along we got along great so the what I mean by that is that and I don't even mean like attitude of your traveling party. I mean makeup of your traveling party. If you go as an adult and it's you and your spouse and two young kids. Two young maybe? kids. Yeah, I know I think I know what you're getting at here. And you you just you're a huge, huge Star Wars fan, or you are a huge Marvel fan. You know, you may not get to ride the ride you want. Yeah. And it can yes, there's rider swap. That's as, as convenient as people like to think that rider swap is, I don't think it really it, – it takes twice as long then to ride the same ride. Yeah. And you're not riding it with the person you really wanted to go. You know, what do they say? Dance with the one who brung you? 
Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's not the same thing. I've never heard that, actually. Really? That's funny. Uh, so, <laughs> must be an Adirondack thing. Easy, easy. <laughs> I, I love the Adirondacks. I'm not knocking it. Yeah. You know I love the Adirondacks. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you like the, the touristy part inside the blue line. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't live We're, there. You're going to get me off on track. I didn't live right. there. Right. You did. So, um, anyway, uh, you know, I think that's that's part of it. But what can help, too, is when you go with a larger party. So, like, with the case I was giving to Rob was, you know, we went, and I wanted to do Rock and Roller Coaster. My daughter did not. Yep. My wife did not. Um, my son was eh, kind of in between. Well, well, my daughter was too. Yeah. So, so, and and as I recall, did did your wife ride with us on that one? It was all four of us, uh, the four of our members of our family: me, my wife, my daughter, my son. My daughter came around and said, "Yep, I want to do oh, it." Okay. Um, she said, uh, "Nick's doing it. Cooper's doing it. I'm in." Okay. So, I, um, we we decided to do it because you know the party had decided it was okay. Now, if it was just me, my wife, and my kids, there's no way that my son would have agreed to go. Yeah. My my wife and my daughter didn't want to go on it. My daughter, I don't even know if she was tall enough at that point. She certainly is now, but I think she might have been, because that's like the highest height requirement in the parks. Um, so, you know, that can make your day, right? Being able to, because you're more flexible with a larger, with a larger group. Now, there is the, now when I said this, I think immediately Rob went to, Oh, what are you saying? Or not? I don't think he went to that, but like I'm kidding. He went to the the idea of your traveling party is in like if you're if you're going around with somebody who's just like the guy wearing the most expensive day ever shirt, yeah, um, who's just grumpy to be there. Yeah, they hate everything. Um, if if you're that guy, that's going to be obviously part of your make or break as well. Yeah, and you can be with somebody else who can just turn you around and like laughing, joking around, yeah, having being a good super time. Excited. So your traveling party can be a make or break. My uh my wife, I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast before. Maybe. My wife says there's there's a Disney Rob. Yeah, Disney Rob. Yeah. Dis- so my normal self, I'm, you know, generally pretty happy. I can get grumpy too. You know, Nick's Nick's seen both sides of me. But Disney Rob and there's a there's a Disney Nick too oh, where like wh- we, for sure. we are like we're in paradise. Yeah. <laughs> My uh, wife loves absolutely. it when I'm at Disney. I'm so happy. Yeah. So uh, after that, what what else do we have? We have a couple other ones that we I have a couple short together. ones. Um, let me, I'll do a short one here. And this is changing menus can make or break. So here's where it's been a break for me. One of my favorite places to eat is Skipper Canteen. And there was a dish on the menu. I'm not going to go into specifics. I don't want to run on too long here. We, we already been getting off track. But there was something I really liked on the menu, and last time I looked to kind of look it up to talk about it on on one of our podcasts, yeah, it's it, not wasn't, there. it wasn't on the menu yeah, anymore. So that's kind of a bummer to me, but it could also be a great thing, too, with the changing menus. They could add something in that you didn't know now becomes your new favorite thing, and you didn't know that that was going to be great, and that could really make your trip as something on the menu they added. Oh, my gosh, they added this. Um, if it's Skipper Canteen, this this Thai noodle dish with shrimp, like that to me would be like paradise. Like I, that's right up my alley. But then other people, maybe they were looking forward to it and it's not there and it's a big bummer. So yeah. what what are your two cents on that one? So like for me, and I know this is odd because I am the food guy. Um, I look, it doesn't make or break my my trip because I'm adventurous enough that I don't care. Like I don't eat the same thing every time I go to there yeah. or go to a restaurant. But it definitely can 
like changing menus definitely can make or break or like let's say you go there and you're 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 always going to the food and wine festival and you really the you're the thing you're the most excited about is getting this one thing at the germany pavilion yep and you show up to the germany pavilion and this year they don't have it or you always want the um the beer cheese bread bowl i think it is or something like that over at in the canada pavilion and they don't have it or whatever the case may be, that can be disappointing. But that's why you have to pay attention ahead of time, look at your menus. And I understand, Disney does not make it easy. You book these reservations 60 days out, and they change the menu 10 days ahead of time. You just kind of have to, like, yeah. it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, that can definitely do it. I've got I've got a couple more. One that's that's a big one that can make or break your, your day slash trip. And it's three things it's, that, are, that are slashed. I've got crowd slash time of year slash day of week. And I know the time of year and day of week is weird, but they relate to the crowd because the time of year you go and the time of year you you can go really does make or break the level of enjoyment you're going to have. If you must travel during big holiday week vacations, you are likely to have a hellacious time in lines. It's just, it is what it is. I'm talking about the two weeks surrounding the Easter holiday that schools get off. I'm talking about when we're recording right now, we're ending our President's Week. A lot In the Northeast, a lot of schools have that whole week off. I'm talking about the, the weeks around the uh, Christmas, New Year holidays. Which I've done. It's, um, I'm talking around yeah. Thanksgiving. Um, did that though, once, yeah. The times of year where where people are like, we're on vacation. Let's escape to Disney World. Those weeks can make it very, very, very difficult for you to enjoy yourself. Yeah. I, I Look, there's no down season anymore at Disney. Um, believe it or not, uh, August and July are like num- months five and six, respectively, I think, for, for busyness. Actually, August is higher. Ha- August is like third lowest. I think it goes like September's the slowest. Then I want to say October. I think it's actually January. Okay, is, is slow, uh, and then it goes to or no, maybe, no, sorry. I think it's I think it's March, and then it goes down to um, August, and then I think uh, July was six. I just I, I just saw an Instagram post the other day about it. I can't mm. find it. I was just searching for it this morning. Um, it, part of the thing is is that the time of year you go isn't always your choice. So I said control the controllables, right? For us, we have choices. And that's weird because you'd think, well, no, you're a teacher. You have less choices. But we we have the whole summer we could go. Yeah, I had this conversation with my mother the other day about when we go. Yeah. And she, well, because we invited her to come with us on our summer trip. I said, mom, do you want to come with us? You know, kids are getting older. You can come along. She goes, I'm not going in the summer. And she and I said, Mom, we don't really have a lot of options. You know, yeah. our kids do sports, yeah. can't really go during a lot of the breaks. Yeah. So I'm like, this is when we can go. And, and you go during the breaks, you're not going to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Like, maybe you would. I would. Look, I have, I don't like people. I just don't. <laughs> right? I, this, this is not, I'm not shy about saying that. I don't, I, I don't mean I don't like anybody. I just mean like crowds. And they 
bug the heck out of me. And I know that's weird that I like Disney, but it's not as crowded I, in the summer anymore. I, I'm the same way. And and you know what though? <laughs> I will add this in too. Even when it's crowded, you have you have like a plan and a goal. So even though it's super crowded, right. it's not like you're dealing with people you're going okay there's a lot of people here but i need to get over to jungle cruise so i'm going to go around these people and like it doesn't bother me as much because i have places i'm going but during those weeks during those crazy weeks the oh, crazy yeah. times though that plan does not matter because you can't get through them yeah. it does not matter um i will say right now that like th- that's a big deal breaker of why i would not go over like this past break, this February break, or the or in spring break. Um, the other thing, day a week, do your research, folks, because everybody thinks, oh, Saturday. I don't want to mm. go to Magic Kingdom on a Saturday because it must be crowded. Guess what? Magic Kingdom's probably slowest on Saturday. People start their trips, and they do Saturday to Saturday. Yeah. And they fly in on Saturday, and they say to themselves, well, I don't, don't want to do a half I don't want to do a half day at Magic Kingdom. I want to do a whole day. Whole day. So Sunday and Monday? slammed saturday mm, not as much yeah or like saturday and epcot bad choice why epcot's a locals park if you're a local you're going you love epcot festivals going to an epcot festival on a saturday on a saturday or sunday or a friday evening bad idea it's it just is so day of week really can make or break you now i get it we not everybody has choices right you just don't not everybody has choices maybe they they don't get you know, they don't have a certain amount of time off and they or their kid goes to school with a weird schedule or a normal schedule and then it's really slammed. They don't necessarily have choices. I mean, there are people who pull their kids out of school, but like that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But um, but like the 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 idea that you don't necessarily have choices sometimes can make or break your trip about the time of year because of the crowd. So that was my kind of my last one. I don't know if you have more things. I have one that's not a huge deal, but one of the recent trips we went on we um we were talking to your wife who's a big ear collector and she isn't my daughter is though well well <laughs> they and that's fine yeah. everyone you know everyone's got the thing they collect yep. Yep. i'm not judging at all i think it's fine and before we go and i i always do this to say hey we're going on a trip anything you're looking for because that's kind of a fun thing for me oh, is yeah, I know when, when I'm going in the gift shops, I'm looking around, I'm looking for, you know, a mug or whatever else. Yeah, like, yeah. for example, um, we have some listeners who are, you know, students and listeners of mine. I had, I, I said to, to him before he went with his family, I said, hey, take a look and see if you can find this mug. I'm looking for this mug. I'll pay you when you yeah. get home. And, yep. and they came back and they brought me the mug. It was great. Yeah. And so when we spoke with your wife, I was like, hey. Anything he wants to look for. Yeah. And there was very specific, it was cocoa, I think they were cocoa themed Mickey ears. They were like the ones that were, uh, they looked like they were stitched. So Disneyland had them differently. I think it may have been Encanto, but they yeah. kind of had that same Oh, vibe. I think that was it. Yeah. But they were, they were, Disneyland had them differently than the ones we have from Disney World. And they are very cool looking with the colors and stuff. One's white and one's black. With as far as the base, yes, and then the poppy, not poppy. That sounds weird. Marigold. Um, uh, no, I, I was gonna. Say, the colors were popping. Oh, very, gotcha. So they're popping, vibrant, colors, vibrant. There we go. Sure. Yeah. So yes, I remember uh, this. Yeah. But but the make or break here to get back to my my main point is sometimes 
when you're looking for something, it can be really hard to find. And if your kid really wants it. Yeah, it's it's tough. So a lot of times what we've done on our trip, and not specifically with, with your wife, but there's been certain garments that we found. My niece wanted the yellow, and listeners, if you've been to Disney recently, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. It's a yellow t-shirt and hoodie that says Walt Disney World with like rainbow colors on it. Yep. We had such a hard time finding the size that she needed because she she's younger. She's in middle school, and we needed to find that size. We couldn't find the size anywhere. But the great thing was, and here's the part where it's the make instead of the break, you find a cast member, and they can look and go, oh, we have it here or we have it there, which can sometimes be hard because sometimes they'll go, well, we have it at Animal Kingdom, and you're like, oh, I have to pay admission to go over to Animal Kingdom, but – there, a lot of times it, it's available at Disney Springs or, or somewhere. Or shop in, Disney. In a, right. Or in a gift shop in one of the resorts where you could drive over and get it there. Mm-hmm. So that's another plus. I mean, it's it's kind of a minor one, but you and I both love Disney merch. You know, I I love me a good T-shirt or a good pin. And um, I, when I was talking to Mike recently, same kind of thing. I said, hey, take a look and see if you can find any of those Star Wars uh, Kenner pins. Yeah. You know, it's, um, they've, they've kind of phased them out. And it, yeah. No, and that's okay. Yeah. I, I really liked them and I'm not, I'm not that some people are, but I don't have all of them, but I'm okay. Like yeah. if one turns up, I'll get one. Yeah. And it's probably a good thing because so many people are completists. Maybe you are with your baseball cards or whatever else, but, um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with not having a, a, every single one of them. So I just, I just thought of another make or break. Sure. Budget. Yeah, no kidding. I, Disney makes it very easy if you want to buy your way out of discomfort. <laughs> oh, you don't like crowds? Ninety nine dollars, and you can have a dessert party and then stand without crowds. You don't. You don't like to wait? Oh, well, for this much, you can skip the line. Oh, you don't. You don't like to not have like not be able to walk to a park. You don't like riding buses? Cool. You can stay at a monorail resort or a Skyliner resort for mm-hmm. this, this, this. So budget really does change things and i i'm not trying to say you should spend all the money but like think about what you want to do and how long you're going to be there and ask yourself is the upcharge potentially going to be a wash so for instance uh let's say you have somebody who is super into um i don't know epcot or they want to maybe here's a good one they want us they want to be they they love parks at night they want to be in the parks at night you could spend $165 per person to do an after hours party. Yeah. Or you spend an extra $100 a night if you're only there for a couple nights. Or if you've got three, four people in your party, you're there for four nights. Mm-hmm. That $100 extra a night for four nights is less than the cost of the late night party. And guess what? You get admission to, you get the extended deluxe resort hours or whatever. Now, I get it. $100 is probably an exaggeration, not probably, is an exaggeration for how cheap it is. But like, there are benefits that you should look into. So making or break, and if you think about the same thing over at Universal, make or break, you can skip the lines if you pay, stay at their expensive resorts. So, oh my gosh, I was just looking up prices for that and how much their um, Express Pass costs. Yeah. So I think average price for when we're looking in August for like a regular ticket, not even a, like a park hopper t- ticket, was somewhere around like $150, $160. Sounds right. But then we were looking, and th- they totally duped me here. I looked at the fine print later, but I looked at 
the price for the express pass. And later on, I saw as low as, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's only 70 bucks? Or no. I was like, it was, it was some super low price. No. Because it was as low as. There's date based. Right. And then I went and looked and, and like added it to the cart. And I was like, what? Where's this price coming from? Then I went back and looked and. Again, I got tricked. Saw that it that is the lowest price that they offer at some point during the yeah, year, September twenty fourth. Right, but that's and I was doing the math of how much it's going to cost for the four of us just to go there, and then do we want to skip the line? So probably not. I probably will not buy the Express Pass because it's literally doubling the price. Yeah, double the price. Yeah, Express Unlimited too, by the way. Right, and there's another one. Yeah, because the Express Unlimited means includes you can... everything, including the brand new rides, and you can sk- and you can do it multiple times. So yes. Yeah. Anyway, that's universal. I, 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 that's my fault for doing that. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to mention? A no. make or break? Well, no, but if there's anything that any of our listeners can think of and they want a message to us, yeah. we're happy to share that stuff back out. You know, we're, I'm sure there's so many more things that. That could really make or break a trip that we didn't even. Well, we're going to find about. out some specific ones from from Mike because we're going to do that Patreon episode. Um, this is releasing Wednesday uh, of this week, so Wednesday, whatever the whatever this week is, because <laughs> I'm I'm still on vacation mode. So it's releasing Wednesday, and then um, Mike will be on the Patreon that following Saturday. If you follow us over on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/DizlessPod, you'll see when that post goes up. Um, and then if you're a member, you'll get access to that as well as early access to this episode. Um, but yeah, the other thing is that, uh, you can also get any merch that you want. You can go that we maybe have, you can go to magicmerch.art or magicmerch77.etsy.com, uh, and check out some shirts over there. Uh, I'm sure you'll be able to find some, something that you like. Well, there's a, a brand new one posted yesterday. I don't even know if you've seen it. Yet. I didn't see it. We're going to bring that up right now. Okay. Um, the other thing I would like to say is that um, one thing that you can control at, you know, at Disney World that is a certainly a, um, uh, you know, it could be a make or break is your attitude. So, you know, Disney versions of a Disney version of Nick and a Disney version of Rob certainly are things that um, that exist. So you should uh, you should embrace that same thing. And Rob has a new, a new shirt up, a new one that he designed. <laughs> I figured you would like this. Yeah, that says "Drink Up Me Hardies," <laughs> and and then it says "Drink Up Me Hardies Yoho," and there is a skeleton in the middle of it. Um, I will be certainly calling that can be our featured our featured design of the week. Drink up <laughs> the "Drink Up Me Hardies" uh, shirt over on magicmerch.art and you I'm just not, read it and you're singing along like yeah. I look at I'm like yeah. drink up me hearties yo ho I think the I think the back of the shirt says should say you just sang that <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying all right anyway uh it's been it's been a great big beautiful tomorrow tomorrow's just a list away tune in next time and we'll see you real soon <laughs>